0: It's time for the Masters of the Universe Chronicles commentary, focusing on a classic episode as we join the hosts, Chris Vint and James Etock, and hear their thoughts on their chosen episode.
1: Hello welcome to another Master Universe Chronicles commentary. Uh, but- well not literally beside me because that would be weird because I'd be talking to him but on the other end of the Skype telephone is Mr. James E-Talk he's always a welcome, uh, knowledgeable person regarding the Filmation Master of the Universe cartoon so hello to you as always James Hi Chris So uh, what episode are we going to be discussing today?
0: We're doing the season 2 episode 1 for all which was uh, episode 90 of the series Uh,
1: Yeah with one for all, have they missed out one for all and sold the rest? Have they missed that out, or was that uh, was there anything to do with that in the script, or anything? Do you know?
0: I think it was just it was just one for all.
1: Okay, that's pretty pretty bad. Okay, well uh, enough jibber jabber from myself. So, are we ready to get on with this episode then, James?
0: We are indeed, Mr. T.
1: Okay, three, two, one, play. Okay
0: we have go check sync as always.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Bing. Bing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can always see folks whose DVD player seems to go a bit quicker. And I actually do it slightly before James had play. So, uh, it, yeah, exactly. So, James, what can you tell us about uh, this episode before we actually get into the goodness of it all?
0: I'm definitely not going to tell you any anecdotes about this
1: episode. <laughs> Please don't, because,
0: because I have none. But uh, I, I will tell you that this was released in the video um, on video in the UK, because the UK had, you know, we had random video releases from random companies, and one of them, and we had a few like rare ones like this. We had um, on this one was "Revenge is Never Sweet," "One for All," and "Search for the Past," which uh, yeah, it was, it was a good little volume of episodes and. Um, you know, it, as typical in the UK, the, the episodes came out about a year or two before they were actually shown on TV, so, you know, it's like, ooh, and, you know, and then like, ah. Oh. Because famously, um, the Toymaker was, I'm trying to remember now, I think that was like, it came out on video in the UK and then was shown on TV for the first time three years later. Ooh. So even though we got the series first in the UK, we did have to wait a while.
1: Yeah, and we also have to wait a while for DVD releases, you know, with the likes of the Contender releasing them and then it took, like, ages for seven, eight, nine, and we've never had season two released over in the UK, which is a bit disappointing. Thankfully, we can import them. Yes.
0: There we go. This, I'm trying to remember, I think is called the Village of Packs, which I never liked the name of because it, it was too close to Pox.
1: No, I, you see, you say if it, I expect, like, Pac-Man and his family to live here now.
0: Yeah, that's right, yeah. Here we go, Ominous Shadow.
1: It's not Here ordinary. we see, there's Garn out. from Tale of Two Cities, if memory yeah. serves.
0: Yeah, this, with, actually, you bring up a good point. Lots of character reuse, lots of, in this episode, I mean a lot of character that's reuse. Stuff. There's Palos Pel- on the left there, the purple hooded guy from um, The Star Child. On the right of him was Galen from um, Return of the Gryphon. So we've already had two characters reused. Three! Three! Three characters reused. You'll, you'll also see Malik in this episode. Coloured exactly the same as Malik, but he's not Malik. <laughs> yeah, be quiet! Yeah, i tell anyone. I remember as, um, as a kid, because uh, these characters, these awesome space pirates, are never named in the episode. And, um... Uh, I'm trying to remember for love me. Well, I, so I remember as a kid I used to draw He-Man stories and I, I used the space pirates. And I remember I... I obviously you got Sticky Fingers is the big guy. Mm-hmm. I, the, bat, the Bat guy on his shoulder, Pinky. Kissed um, Man was the guy with the, uh, the hook. Lion Man was the, the, the lion guy. Rock Man and Frog Man. Now I <laughs> <laughs> when it to actually hearing their names, there was uh you had lizard um, uh, sticky fingers, you had batty, was the little pink guy on his shoulder, uh, Hissa was the reptile guy, lava man was rock man, in my opinion. You had Leo, was the lion guy, but best of all, was I was right, one of them was called frog man. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, but yeah, they fu- yeah they, they were named in the script and the storyboard and everything. But for some reason, not named in the episode, which I always thought was a shame because I thought they were great, great cast of characters. Because as a kid, you you kind of you know you love seeing Beast Man and the Triclops and Trap Jaw. But when the new characters, would be like, oh! And especially this episode, it's so refreshing. No Grey Skull, no Snake Mountain, no Royal Palace. Yeah. Even though we can see Colossus' chair right behind Prince Adam there.
1: I was just about to say that myself. So. Uh... And what did you say you called the frog guy then?
0: I called him Frogman in my in my little story, and he was called <laughs> Frogman. And I got Lava Man wrong because I called him Rockman, because I think he looks like a rock, but apparently he's he's, he's uh, made of lava.
1: I'm well, surprised you didn't call him The Thing.
0: Yeah, The Thing, yeah, that would've yeah. been... Uh, there was some copyright issues there. <laughs>
1: and I always... Actually,
0: that's the point, when kind Orca of rushes off here, I always think of... Um, is it Easter Island, where you've got those giant heads that stick out the ground? Go on with the <laughs> heads. I think you'll see it. I'm sure it's like an Easter Island reference.
1: (laughs) you it fairly wrong, that girl.
0: Rose. Uh, uh, It's it's a good little action scene, this. I love the way Rose climbs the the boulder like
1: Spider Man. (laughs) Copyright infringement!
0: (laughs) And Lizard Man. You can almost see this episode being written by a certain, um, you know, Man would be your Trap Trapjaw character. and yeah. <laughs> Lava Man is, actually no, Leo would be uh, the Beastman character. The this is a good, a good gag as well when Teela goes, what are you doing here, Taheeman? He says, I heard a call for help. <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great bit of dialogue because it literally is, you know, he just takes out Teela's question within seconds with a ridiculous
1: answer. Do you think he, um, the one there, is related to Lizard Man? You know, the one that helps him man.
0: Oh, Lizard Man. Oh, no, no, no. Be, that'd be a nice thought. You know, his, his bad cousin with the, yeah. uh, with the one arm because uh, Liz, uh, Lizard Man accidentally did something. He lost his other arm, so he went bad. But I love the way he's dressed like um, he's got. Is it. He's like, yeah, he's a space pirate. I was going to say, he's like a pirate? He's a space pirate. Um, and he's got his little uh, little woolly hat, his little uh, beanie hat there. and his little... <laughs> But it's, it's, it's a, I just think these characters are very simple in design, but very cool to look at.
1: Yeah. It's Sean. always nice to see, like, as you were saying earlier on, you know, to see new characters, because you're used to the normal ones. And the frog guy, I just love his voice. His voice yeah. is, I'm... like, not even a crow, just yeah, the way it says. But... New did it? Erica. Oh, Erica? Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Did not know that.
0: There's a great little scene coming up. I love it. It's The way it Orko. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Funnily enough, the animation of Adam turning, looking angry, was actually used in um, House of Shakoti, part one. But it's used perfectly there to the point where you think it was animated for this scene. I just love the idea that Olko's, you know, kind of giving Adam a nudge like, you know, you're He-Man, aren't you? And it's, <laughs> just looks so angry. It's such a great little moment.
1: Has to tell to bring now,
0: this and yeah, and, uh, the, the interesting thing I should mention about Space Pirates is actually, what's this? House Chakotay Part 1 actually has a reference to the space pirates but it's not till now that we actually see them for the first time because at the beginning of that episode he-man says man-at-arms and Taylor are, are after some space pirates you think oh okay what are those and then finally we find out what those are actually in course, that crowd or- there was a white version of gone as opposed to the- yeah, I was just about yeah yeah the- oh. here we go there's a lava man I love the way Lava Man always talks of his
1: teeth gritting. <laughs> yeah, that right. is quite hard. Yeah, exactly. Your
0: father. They just my There's life. an odd thing in the script I remember reading. This is, you know, oh, I should mention the ship as well. Go to heart of the, the heart of the giant. That's the same ship as well. That the uh, what's his name? The sideshow master uses. Yeah, in the um, in the script, Prince Adam doesn't actually take out his sword and what happens is, I think Cringer runs into him like this and the Rockman actually sees Adam's sword in his scabbard and, you know, take, unsheathes it, which obviously you're not supposed to, that's the, uh, what do you call it, like sus- suspension of disbelief, nobody can see Prince Adam's sword in his sheath, but there are a few episodes where his sword is taken out of the sheath just like that, you know. And it's weird <laughs> when,
1: whenever Vertila actually chops our sword, it makes the exact same noise as the Dragonwalker
0: Oh yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of
1: course, Sticky. thankfully, Tila's sword actually has more use than the Dragonwalker, but we'll yes. not get into that. Wait.
0: I Love this uh, little thing. such a cool character. Voice boy, 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 voiced by John Irwin, doing his uh, as opposed to doing his heroic He-Man voice, doing his deep, almost like a uh, mix between his Kothos voice.
1: <laughs> Do you think he's a Wham fan without that earring? <laughs>
0: <If I could laughs> That's Prince Adam doing his transformation pose but uh, there's, there's Red Malik and Palos with a Tash <laughs> and actually I just noticed for the first time in the crowd there there's the um, uh, beautiful what uh, was she called beautiful woman or something in the script from um, uh, The Return of Granamere when He-Man's um, hey going through the maze and he sees the woman who turns into a little elf Who was oh, yes, Lady Valtira's model um, the character model so yeah she was in the crowd just then as well <laughs> I love Cringer here <laughs> We've only bit and then Taylor's punchline. Cringer, we've, only been we've only been here 15 minutes, and Cringer's already losing it. I gotta get out of here. And there's this running, um, I don't know if you call it a gag or whatever, where Prince Adam, you know, I gotta get my sword, and Taylor's like, there are more important things than your sword.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, Leo, and his appetite. Even though he's the scrawniest pirate by far, boy's got an appetite like a lion. Hero, you'd I mean what episode is oh, I'm trying to think now. What is the name of the Shira she fan's gonna kill me if I can't remember this? Enemy <laughs> with face. The episode where Shira uh, is cloned to become the melag And at the beginning of that episode you see the character Hero there, reused as I think Farmer Farmer Elias? God, I'm really struggling, you know. Least, <laughs> Move on quickly, quickly. You're I, I writing about He-Man like so in depth <laughs> that the Shiva knowledge has been slightly <laughs> out, and put it back in. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. You got. I'm trying to remember who does all the voices. You got Lou Shimer doing. Let me think. I think Lou Shimer does all the voices. Oh. Wow. No, no, he does. Um, he definitely does. He does Leo. He does Lava Man. He does. Hissa, Erica Scheimer does Frogman and Alan Oppenheimer does Batty. This is all from remembering what their voices are like because so I can't really hear the episode while I'm talking over it. <laughs> <laughs> so of me, talking over this filmation soundtrack. The tracker, another character reuse. Go back to um, Reign of the Monster and you'll see this terrifying, ridiculous looking creature. And in, in that episode, actually in Reign of the Monster, it's actually quite terrifying because it's about it's probably the height of, uh, I don't know, Castle Grace or something. It's massive.
1: He shrunk down a bit. Maybe like, you know, like a couple of ones that we've talked about where the characters got shrunk. Maybe he did?
0: Maybe he did, yeah. That's why he's so angry. <laughs> yep. Too. This is a, a bizarre little action scene. They're under threat, but there's like weird comedy elements in it. Cringe is sniffing up a spice and then having a sneeze. In <laughs> I like this. I doubt this will keep that creature over long. Boosh! And out comes a <laughs> trunk.
1: Got through there pretty quickly.
0: That's the tracker for you. <laughs> I remember there's a bit in the script, but I don't think they used it in the episode where when Sticky Fingers in the previous scene announces the tracker, it's only I think only Leo responds the tracker. Like, uh, but in, in the script, each one of them said it. Like in some uh, comical dramatised action scene where they're all going the tracker, the tracker, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: and then they all burst in the song, did they? <laughs> <Yeah>. the tracker. <laughs> so we
0: go with uh, Adam getting an idea. It's uh, <laughs> such a silly action scene, but it does uh, it brings a smile to my face. You know, look at this.
1: <laughs> I just like whenever uh, Sticky Finger says, "Stop that!" and he like holds his nose. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: that's a that's a really good bit of animation. He, he, and all his arms moving, and he grabs the—he uh, grabs his trunk. Look at that! That's how you take care of a giant monster with a giant trunk. You give it. The
1: Cringer sp- didn't run out with them all either. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why? Why? That's. Uh, James doesn't mean that, folks.
0: Oh, there's another character use there. There's actually loads of character uses, but there was a—I uh, believe it's Thad, Chad, um, Brad, or whatever you want to call him. <laughs> double-edged. H- are,
1: na- are you just naming neighbours characters now or what?
0: <laughs> no, definitely, uh, I remember Brad. Uh, Fad and Chad were actually, uh, episodes of you had. Fad in, um, Double-edged Sword and the Eternity Flower, and... was that Chad? No, uh, no, no. And Chad in, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember this! <laughs> yeah, I think you've been hard at the end of the day.
0: So so- Why the long face, Chad? Oh, what is he?
1: Was he Chad? Oh God. Chad! <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> Abandoned ship
0: and I. Oh, getting off. Oh, this guy, look, this guy, they, they took my craps! He was probably in another episode as well. God, I'm just getting cynical now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a good scene about him rallying the troops, as it were. I mean, I'm really the only thing that disappoints me about this episode is we see such blatant characters like Garn there, who is Garn. Mm-hmm. And he's even mentioned in, um, Garn is even mentioned in Happy Birthday Roboto. You think yeah. why, why reuse such a character? At least treat <laughs> him differently. There Those villagers will pay for defying, for defying us. Men to hurry it up! That goes uh, rock man. is stupid walk. <laughs> <laughs> have a sword. This is—I I do like this subplot as well. With Cringer trying to get the sword, and every character he sees walk out without the sword gets him more and more nervous because he realizes that uh, Sticky Things has got it. But this is I, lo- I love this scene where we see, you know, all this uh, kind of preparation, there's Malik. Yeah, you know, don't why aren't you supposed to be at Stone Mountain boy? <laughs> Doing that.
1: You know what'd have been majorly brilliant if they had put in the background of this, the AT music?
0: Oh that'd have been amazing. <laughs> <Don't worry>
1: <laughs> just like that. Adam going, maybe I can make something out of this and then it's all just making something.
0: Oh man, that'd have been I oh, look at the sort of power it's drawn hideously. Someone's got the middle part wrong. Yeah as Frogman? Like I say, when you hear him later in the episode, well, actually in a few scenes time, uh, it's Erica Scheimer doing her close to Hunt-a- Huntara voice. She basically talks Sure's through the voice, like kind of thing. <laughs> the voice. There he is, looking at his sword that he doesn't even know the value of, but uh, he does it for dramatic purposes. Here he is.
1: The pirates are coming. There's
0: Malik and gone <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just like the way it says "crumb."
0: Yeah, every last crumb.
1: Just the the running to get these melons is quite the superb.
0: It's cr- <laughs> <laughs> like <that's> Scooby, do Doo running. <laughs> <laughs> there's no two ways about it. I'm sure they did that on purpose. Scooby Doo running. I seem to remember there's um some animals. There's so much character reuse in this episode. It's hard not to imagine, but um. I'm sure there's some animation reuse from. Um, yeah, for, I, I don't know if the storyboard Ice was the same, I should know this, but um, if you go back to The Sleepers Awaken, at the beginning of this episode, when He Man's doing an action scene, you see him tie a rope, um, a lasso as it were. Um, that was from um, The Sleepers Awaken, and there's a scene coming up when uh, Prince Adam picks up the sword, which was from uh, also from The Sleepers Awaken, but it was He Man in that one. I just noticed there's a giant statue behind Cringe there, which was like a boot. Which is a <laughs> after... oh. oh no, that statue is.
1: It's probably reused from somewhere else. Like a lot of things in this episode.
0: The, the, the village in this episode is um oh, just, the village of Chandor from Return of the Gryphon, if I remember rightly. Like. I hate that sound. He drops a sword. It sounds like a bucket. <laughs> <Terrible>. <laughs> This is a great little bit. Transforms into human and his I have the power pose. The power the confusing thing about this though is that I'm always baffled. Filmation, right? In this episode you see a lot of reuse, character reuse, a bit some moments of animation reuse. But in that scene when Prince Adam has got the sword across his chest in the I Have the Power Pose and then raises the sword. <laughs> That's a new bit of animation, right? Fair enough. But they'd already done Prince Adam right uh, doing the I have the power pose in Dawn of Dragoon. So, surely some genius should have said, We've already done this as Prince Adam, we don't need to reanimate it again.
1: <laughs> but they did. So, one thing that they didn't need to reanimate, they did.
0: Oh. Yeah, ex- exactly. That's, that's, yeah, in short, that's the point. That's a good shot. The background there is the Royal Palace. Actually, I lied, the Royal Palace is in this episode. <laughs> That's actually from um, Prince Adam No More when Orko's in the attack track and he's like stu- storming at the camera because he can't control it. I always did get those two mixed up. Good luck. <laughs> from Pisa there. Or as Lizard Man, I want to keep calling him.
1: You call him whatever you want to call him. Call him Lizard Man <laughs> if you if so desire.
0: I'm going to call him Barry.
1: Now. <laughs> no, call him Larry. Larry the Lizard. That's a certain ring to it. In, uh,
0: in honour of Larry D'Atilio. that that
1: looks really odd
0: well that's a bit of animation from game plan when he does that amazing roar you know when he he rears up and roar, but there they cut the frame before he roars, so he just kind of (laughs) goes into this weird pose (laughs) (laughs) He-Man and John Irwin, John Irwin voicing He-Man and Sticky Fingers there talking to himself (laughs) that's madness John there he goes I just think Sticky Fingers is such a cool character though it's like it's it's such a unique power. Yeah. How's it, how does a man have the ability to fire tar? <laughs> <his> fingers? <laughs> it's a, it's a, I mean he comes up with that power in the first place. But of course He Man's Sword cuts through it like magic. I suppose it's the magic sword. Like butter. Oh I thought of another bit of uh, a reference to the sleepers awake and you know I mentioned there was two bits of animation reused in the episode. Batty on Sticky Finger's shoulders there is um uh Sago from uh oh, the sleep bacon, which was a lady oh, Bell. Oh yes,
1: yes. Green
0: so yeah, so there's a even more character reuse in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> does it have to stop? Probably not. I always love a convenience chain in this episode. I
1: mean that's and a massive chain at that. A massive
0: chain. There's a bit of animation here as well, which is a reuse where we see um I'm trying to remember now. He-Man jump again. It's one of those moments where Filmation could have gone back and reused a bit of existing animation. He-Man leaps on top of the uh, the ship here and rips it, pulls it back, like rips open the top. If you go back, it's it's the same animation as the uh, from Colossal Awakes when He-Man breaks into the collector, but it's not the same animation because they've reanimated it for some reason. You'll see it here. Rips the. I don't know why they just didn't re you know use the previous animation. Man-at-Arms shows up inexplicably. Oh, no, actually, he shows up because Orko's got to do the joke at the end.
1: Oh, alright. We all want to thank you. the oh, way standing there with her arms folded, very unusual pose for her.
0: Which well, she's probably thinking, why is Malek over there and hasn't said a word to us? <laughs> How rude. Rude of him. There he goes. I mean, what I do love about this scene is, is why they animate Man-at-Arms' uh, hat. I think that's pretty, pretty cool, where you see it invisible and you see it see-through. Yeah, good little uh, bit of animation there. Nemo's got his arms folded now.
1: <laughs> well, it's just fed up now. And has the moral been reused from any other episode?
0: Um, no, it hasn't. of course, it uses footage from the actual episode itself. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean it's, it's odd. It isn't. It is an episode of character reuse and you know a bit of animation reuse, but not as much as you'd think. But uh, it, is, it is such a it's an enjoyable episode. It's not one of the, the best ever episodes or one of the best the season, but it's very very entertaining. It kind of um, I'd say the 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 pacing threat it lags slightly, um, oddly towards the end. I think the confrontation with fingers is, is a bit too long, and I think the the end scene at the end is completely unnecessary with man arms showing up so c- can make him vanish. Pointless. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good material in this episode to make it uh, entertaining. Again, okay. going back to like, you know, what I mentioned for other episodes. This is a Saturday morning cartoon episode. Simple
1: but effective well thank you for that uh, simple but effective voice there Um, so uh, thank you once again James, I'll reuse that because I've used that from prior episodes (laughs) so uh, just thank you so much for uh, commenting on this episode as always, Um, it's always a joy to watch Masters of the Universe and listen to you um, contribute with your little nuggets of knowledge that you have
0: thank you very much for having me once
1: again Okay, so that was one for all, and we'll not solve the rest because that's just plain nasty. So, uh, until next time. Today's story was about cooperation, working together to get a job done. Have you ever tried to lift something heavy? With help from a friend or two, the job becomes easier. If we offer to help someone with his or her job, that person might be willing to help us when we have a tough job to do. That's how people cooperate, by helping each other to get things done. Why, a job that's dull and boring can be fun with a friend's help. Give it a try. Until next time, bye-bye.